yes, I no, I don't. <laughs> My friend, no, I don't. No, I don't. Because <clears throat> I forgot the password. <laughs> Somehow my phone is still logged in, so if we, uh, if my phone decides to log us out, then I think we're kind of screwed. Well, no, because it's linked up to our spoopy podcast at gmail.com. Oh, okay. So then you could just we be just like, oh, I forgot reset. it. Um, well, somehow I'm still connected. But I've done it. Can you, is Instagram available on a computer? Uh, I don't know. Also, the way you said that was very Moira Rose. Is, is there Instagram is there on, the on a computer? <laughs> I am Moira Rose. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I've, I've never tried to access on a computer. Because every time I try to log in on, on my phone, it's like, uh, no, no, you need to log into your Facebook account first. And I don't know the password to that either. Isn't it the same thing? <laughs> yeah. Why don't you just reset them then? I don't know because my phone knows my Facebook password, but it's like, no, no, Instagram, totally different world. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. What happened? Uh, anyways, my friend Marissa uh, messaged us and said uh, that she really liked our um, reviews of other seltzers that were not White Claw. <laughs> um, and then she she signed it, your number three fan. And I was like, girl, I feel like you're our number two fan because you actually listen to the podcast. Savannah is our number three fan and our only and only out of three. Uh, but we have three fans. <laughs> we have three fans. Um because she I have actually more fans upstairs yeah. in my drawer. Yeah. Than, exactly. Than people. Exactly. We've got the fan clocking than we have people who listen to our podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh but yeah, I was like I feel like we're failing. You're yeah, we're failing podcast. So with only 73 followers. Uh, I think we got a new one, so 74 followers. Watch now. out, bitch. I know Let's we're go coming. Find him. <laughs> it's like, "Hey, uh I'm not failing anymore. Do you see this we got another follower?" Uh, Screenshot of social blade. <laughs> Look at us go. <laughs> um yeah, so I told us like I feel like you're number two because Savannah doesn't actually listen to our podcast. Anyways, Savannah and I went out last night for uh, Margarita Monday. Because uh, Bud Light seltzers in classic margarita line. Yep. Uh, actually, this weekend I tried uh, the Topo Chico hard seltzer. Uh, not a fan. No. Not a fan because I tried mm. the pineapple one because I like the pineapple white claw one. I was like, oh, this is gonna taste good. It tastes like banana, and I, you know, I hate the the fake banana flavor it tasted real nasty i almost puked like that's it was not huh, good i love fake banana flavor i hate fake banana. like it makes me like viscerally ill you know banana laffy taffy is yes disgusting mm, worst flavor what is this what well, neighbor let me tell you something that happened today oh boy so um we had a lot of people over to the house to verify documents and things and uh when one of them was leaving when me and Thomas came back in the front door, we distinctly heard the ringing of like a, like a old fashioned telephone. Like, yeah. Ooh. Out. I mean, I couldn't tell if it was indoors or outdoors. So they changed their cell phone ringtone to be an old timey phone noise, or do you think it's a ghost? I don't know, cause there was no one else around. Do well, you think they were just outside still? No, they were in their car. We walked them to their car across the street. Oh, okay, so. With that, you can typically hear, like, when they have the Bluetooth, I hear people's Bluetooth all the time. Like, in the parking it. lot. Like, it's not quiet. You can hear their full-ass conversation with, like, when they're connected to Bluetooth. And they're just in a parking lot or something. You can hear the entire thing. There's sometimes that, like, all the But it was only one time. And I guess they, maybe they, I mean, picked, it maybe they picked it up immediately. Yeah. But I like to think 
that the house is haunted. The house is haunted. Yeah. Mama. <laughs> Mama. Uh, yeah, so Margarita Monday. So <laughs> the ghosts the here are like, damn it, we can't do anything to scare him. He just is excited every time we do something. Yep. And uh, my friend uh, Quentin tells me that, because I'm always like, I don't want any ghosts. I don't want to deal with any ghost stuff. I don't want someone to follow me. She goes, all you got to do is yell at them. They're just people. And I'm like, I don't think that that's how that works. I'm not confrontational. Yeah. Yes, you are. <laughs> yes, I am. I'm 100% confrontational. Go away, Is it Quentin with a CW? C-W-I-N-T-L-N. <laughs> <laughs> the, the way that my brain was just like, what? <laughs> did not follow that one. Quentin with a CW. That's my initials. What? Yeah. I don't understand what he's trying to say. Oh, oh, we're going to spelling names weird again. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, actually, it's KW. <laughs> it still started with a Q. Q K W. Yeah, Quentin. <laughs> For more emphasis on the K. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or KWQ. Kwu no K W Q U Quinton Quinton Tell me more. Uh, anyways, um, so I only had two margaritas, nothing crazy, and then we went home, sat around for a little bit. I drank a bunch of water, and then I went to bed. Then you blacked out. Yes, yeah, just smashed. Um, that's why you're missing half your front teeth. Yeah, but that's meth. Um, I took some melatonin on my way to bed and passed the fuck out when I got upstairs. Well. Oh, pass the fuck out and then my my body just like kept me the fuck away i had a bunch of dreams about a lot of my friends that i was annoying the fuck out of them it was almost like i was sending oh, no everyone was awake yes you were you were that i was, was annoying the fuck out of them that. um yeah i just had dreams that i was on like texting a bunch of people or messaging them it was almost like um getting images the next day of realizing that i was drunk texting someone at 3 a.m but like you know, you wake up and you did actually drunk text them. That was my dream, and I was and people were yelling at me that I was annoying them. Um, but then I woke up and I hadn't texted anyone, so it was a dream. But I was just like panicked that I was annoying the fuck out of people, and what I just you like deleted them because you were embarrassed. I hope so. In your sleep, just like went up. through. Well, that's why I was like, did I just have an ambient dream? Like, did this really happen? And I woke up at six forty-five this morning for some reason after only getting what six hours of sleep, and my body was like, yeah, you're good. Even though I didn't sleep at all, I felt like death this morning. And I wasn't, I wasn't like hungover death. It was just like, I just didn't feel good. And I have no idea what happened to me. So I didn't get good sleep. So we're going to take double melatonin tonight, sleep in tomorrow, because I don't have a morning appointment. And hopefully that'll make me feel better. Must be nice. Yeah. I'm going to sleep until like 10 a.m. What the fuck? <laughs> I can't even do that anymore. No, me neither. I, my body will probably still wake me up at 8.30. Mine's like... Guess who's sleeping in today? It's 8 a.m. Yeah. 8 a.m. is sleeping in for me, too. It's wild. Then I wake up and they've been about awake for two hours. And they're like, we've been waiting. We've been waiting. Uh, What did you do for two hours? <laughs> they just stay in bed. Oh. <laughs> not me. Could not be me. <gasps> and every once in a while, you'll hear. <laughs> <laughs> LOL. <laughs> Silly. Um... Yeah, I don't know. So I'm uh, excited to get some sleep. Well, while. I don't know why I started that story. I think I was just having a conversation, and now I guess we're on the podcast at some point. No, I haven't w- recorded any of this. Any of it at all? Mm-mm. I don't believe you. No. I don't believe you at all. No. I feel like we're like 10 minutes in now. No, <laughs> no, no. No. Um, no. 
Can I see the reflection? No. Yeah, Stop I looking. <laughs> I can see the reflection. Only eight minutes. When will my reflection? I missed. We well, I didn't get the the whole part about where you were talking about your multiple SDDs that you recently got. That was early. I know, but I forgot that. Uh, I, I I didn't press the button quick enough. Yeah, well, and you just started talking about something else. Well, well, we started talking about Savannah, and I forgot her name. Was that oh. on the podcast? Yeah. <laughs> She knows. She knows. But she, she knows. won't know for another four months. Probably until she randomly decides, you know what? I'm going to start listening to the podcast again. Yeah. They probably talk some shit. And we do. Rightfully so. She thinks that we hey, talk shit. bitch. <laughs> I heard that you... <laughs> you liked our podcast. You liked our podcast at one point. I heard you liked point. some bitch named Chris. <laughs> How dare you? Uh, yeah. One of my dreams last night, I... Um, one of our mutual friends, um, we were in a group chat to what? Garfield. Yes, uh, her name is Caroline. Um, she, we because we're in a group with uh, Ian, who is her husband, um, and then Aaron and Savannah and me, and it's called Car Guys and Sloth Girls plus Chris, uh, which I think is really funny. But you didn't call it Fifth Wheel. No, sadly, they just that called would have gone with Car Guys. Yeah. What was it? Fifth car wheel, guys, sloth girls, sloth and, girls, car guys, and the fifth wheel. In the fifth wheel, yeah. Okay, I can change that. I can change the name. Actually, let's do it right now. Um, but uh, Caroline, who's not really a car person, but is just married to one, I in this dream was yelling at me uh, because I couldn't help her figure out some car stuff. Mm, we've talked about this. Yeah, me and Caroline have talked yeah. about this. About it's like you. yell at Chris as loudly as possible and just make him just so scared. So scared. Yeah. Grow 50 feet and shout at him and point your fingers. That's basically what she was doing over, over chat. I, I mean, know. the chat was getting her bigger and bigger. And I and just. Your phone just like. Exploded. Was like huge and then it fell. Yeah. Like over the top. And I was like. <laughs> yeah. 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 Full all arms straight up in the air. Yeah. <laughs> waving side to side. Wait, you don't run like that? How do you run? Mine goes straight down by the sides. <laughs> <laughs> just waddling. <laughs> also, my knees don't bend. <laughs> It's just do, 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 do. actually no. I'm Lady Gaga from Rain on Me. It's just this. <laughs> See, I was thinking chromatic, where she's like, <gasps> yeah. she's like running in the sand. <laughs> There's so many different versions of Lady Gaga just running, <laughs> yeah. just sprinting. And then when you woke up this morning, it was nine one one. When you when she's like, <gasps> did did I kill anybody? What is, she, what is she saying? Did, did anybody die? She's like, I, yeah, or something like that. Yeah. She's like, I'm not taking any medicine. Yeah, well, because they ask her. I want to do this. I just needed to do that. Really There's a lot quickly. of rainbows. Very gay. Yeah. So the reason behind the socks is because they came in a six-pack of the calf socks, um, which were all pride socks. But then they came in a five-pack of these rainbows on them. But they had, like, the trans one, the bisexual one, um, the... A couple other ones out of those five of them. Uh, and so I was like, well, the one, because the six pack had those two already in them, but they also had four other ones that I also really liked. And then the five pack came with those two as well. And I was like, but I also want those other ones in the five pack. Those other three in the five pack. So I got both of them and <laughs> I gave you two pairs. Thank you. 
I figured that you'd enjoy it because you like socks. I do love socks. Yeah. I love socks that come up above the ankle. There you go. Like far above the ankle. Well, these go all the way. <laughs> oh, I'm too old to move. Oh. Are those made of wood? Look at this leg. Oh, wow. You can slap some. Uh... Wait, do it again. <laughs> solid wood. Yep. That's oak, huh? <laughs> this is oak. This is a good solid piece of oak. You know how much this is worth now? Thousands, thousands of dollars. Of dollars. <laughs> I bought it for ninety nine cents from a pirate. That pirate? Or he? Oprah Winfrey. I gave him some booty. That was an Oprah Winfrey then. Mm. Why not? Frankie Grande. Ew. <laughs> He's a pirate. Can we at least go for someone like mildly, no. mildly decent? Gilbert Godfrey. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I feel like his uh, orgasm would be wild. Mister Bean. I don't like that either. The ugliest... Okay. Who is an uh, unattractive celebrity that you think is very attractive? Oh, ooh. Ugly celebrity that I think is attractive. Ooh. I can't think of anyone. I'm going to wait think. for you to answer first. I'm going to think. I have to think. Well, an ugly actor that I think is actually kind of attractive. Ooh. <gasps> well, uh, so, Okay. I'm still thinking. No, mine. I don't know his name. What is his name? <laughs> what does he play? Who He's does he play? in the mummy. The main character? He's not ugly. He is now. Oh, he is ugly. Brandon Fraser? Brendan Fra- Brandon Fraser? Fraser yeah. Brandon Fraser. He used to be the... He was a daddy yeah. in that movie. Very daddy. Now he's That like... entire movie was just... Sex. Sexy. Sex. Sexy. Yeah. The man who fought the Anubis, Anubin army, he could destroy me. You would say, rail me? Rail me, yeah. Rail me? forgot that that's a term that people use nowadays. I need to start using that more. It's a good good term. Just fucking rail me. And then start talking about trains. Trains? Well, that whole movie, it could have... I mean, hey. the mummy could have trained me before he even got his skin. <laughs> you know, that was very homoerotic for me as a child. Yes. And mm-hmm. now that is totally something I'm not into. Yeah. Uh, what? Because he was very mummy smooth. Skin? Oh, yeah, he is smooth. Like, super smooth. Uh-huh. And I'm like, just... Ugh. Yeah, but at the time, I was like, ooh, a man. It's a man. He's a man who's shirtless. His shirt is open. Exactly. What do and I now do? I'm like, can we have some hair? Like, where is the body? Like, where is the body? Where is the body? Um, I, I, mm, That's a tough one. Let me think on that. It'll probably pop in at some point just randomly. And uh, I'll just be like, yep, here's my answer. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. Okay. Mm. okay. I'm thinking of someone from the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, I don't know what that means. Mark Ruffalo. He's... No, Mark Ruffalo is very attractive. Some people don't think so. Well, they're wrong. Okay, well, I think he's attractive. Um, um, is he the one that plays the Hulk? Yes. Yeah, no, he's very attractive. Okay. But some people don't think so. So well, I they're wrong. That... Okay. Um, well, Brendan Fraser was attractive at some point. I know he's not now, but... He's still not entirely unattractive. Then why did you use him as your answer? Because that's what I think. Oh. Other people don't. Oh. Okay. Um, Shaquille oh. O'Neal. No. Mm. Oh, Jason. <laughs> no? I can't do that one. I think he might kill me. Uh, the glove doesn't fit. The glove doesn't fit. Uh-uh. Um, yeah. mm, who else? 
Well, while you think, I want to tell you about recent Gallup polls. Okay. Let's show that Americans have reported feeling stress, worry, and anger in the highest levels in over a decade. While we are growing more and more aware of the effects of stress on our bodies and minds, we may not have considered the effects that our stress can have on our pets. <clears throat> According to studies, there is a synchronization between stress hormones in humans and their dogs. If you are a dog parent, you probably know that your pup is very good at reading your body language and can quickly pick up on how you're feeling. We're always working to do, reduce our own stress in any way that we can. But what about the anxiety we may have passed on to our dogs? Dogs. Big Bones has a solution. CBD has been shown to help reduce stress and anxiety in both humans and dogs. And Big Bones has your dog covered. Made from organic, human-grade ingredients and full-spectrum hemp oil, their bones may offer some relief to your anxious pup. Check out BigBones.com for more information on CBD for dogs and other benefits it may provide. Baked Bones offers free shipping on all orders over $25, and you can save 15% using promo code SPOOPY15. SPOOPY15. Baked Bones is an LGBTQ owned and operated and is based in Houston, Texas. Baked Bones proudly donates 10% of all profits to no-kill shelters in the U.S. Need your bones ASAP or want to support small businesses? Baked Bones has are now available. Oh my gosh. Big Bones are now available at Man Ready Mercantile on the Houston Heights or at Man Ready Mercantile on South Congress in Austin. Big Bones. Whoa. Um. Are you suddenly ready to book that getaway, Spencer? Yes, I'm going to uh, the South Island of Hawaii. Oh, uh... I don't know what island that is. I but don't know either. I don't. This hard localities of he, Hawaii pos, podcast. I'm like, gonna call somebody. I don't know who yet. Well, well, you should book your next vacation with our friends at Cruise Planners. Cruise Planners is rated number one in the country. And aside from the fact that these guys are a LGBT and veteran-owned franchise, Cruise Planners was also co-founded by a member of our community. As your land and cruise experts, they provide the best service possible and work closely with all forms of travel, including LGBT-owned vacation suppliers. No matter where you are in the U.S., cruise planners can help you. If you can dream it, cruise (laughs) cruise planners can book it. So call today at 210-560-1325 or visit our website at isleseattravel.com. That's I-S-L-E, seat travel.com do you see what they did there i do i'll seat travel the best seat to have who's booking your next escape zoom Zoom. Zoom. (laughs) i love that how tragically yes honestly i still haven't decided of what the person who's ugly but you think is attractive oh oh yeah 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 hmm what if we just what said about the really conventionally what attractive? If, yeah. What if it's someone you who know what? is attractive but that, you think is ugly? That I that I think is attractive? That no, no. Someone who's attractive that, that people all say is attractive that you think is ugly. Brad Pitt. Okay. That's a good one. I don't think he's attractive. Okay. Um, Maybe when he was like 20-something. <clears throat> yeah. But now they're like, he's so attractive now. And I'm like, he looks like a somebody you find on the beach. Oh, what was the one that was a man of the year that everyone shat their pants? You know who what? John Legend. I don't think he's very attractive oh, I think John either. John Legend is attractive. I don't think he's very attractive. Oh, okay. Um, no, the one um, that's that was on The Voice it's, that was with Gwen Stefani. Oh. 
Brad. Brad. Lee. Cooper? No. No. Brad. <laughs> Billy. Bra- Brad Paisley? No. No. B- <laughs> See? Some random man who is not you know, attractive. Who else I don't think is attractive that people do? Who? Jason Momoa. Oh, yeah. You said that. No, no. I don't think he's attractive um, either. I'm going for a woman this time, Cara Delvine. We talked about her earlier. Oh, I, I think do she's not pretty. think that she's pretty, <laughs> but that's fine. Um, Blake Shelton. Blake Shelton. There we not go. We attractive. were with a B. No, definitely not the sexiest man alive. No, no. Especially following. I think he like followed Ryan Reynolds or something like that. Like Ryan Reynolds is an attractive man. You don't think yeah, Ryan Reynolds is attractive? attractive? Okay. Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't got no one right now. Let me look at the list of <laughs> ugly celebrities. <laughs> No, the sexiest people alive, oh. and I'm going to tell you if I think they're attractive or not. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, Patrick Swayze. That'd be a no for me. No. Michael well, B. I Jordan. I think he was attractive absolutely. back then. Michael B. Jordan, hell yes. Mel Gibson. No. No, absolutely not. Wait, whoever, even with the picture that they have here, I can't, I'm not going to turn my... You'll break everything. again because I threw something last time. <laughs> this picture is not attractive. Who's next? Mark Harmon. Who? Who? Oh no, he's the he was a Star Wars guy, right? That no, that's Neil Hamill. Oh yeah, Actually, Mark no, Hamill. It's Mark Hamill. Yeah, Neil Hamill is a model. Mark Hamill, agency. Mark ha- Harmon. Those are clothes. Okay. Okay. Who's next? Who's next? This is fun. <laughs> this is <laughs> Harry Hamlin. I don't even know who you are, and you're not attractive. He's the one who's married to uh, Lisa Lisa Rinna. Lisa don't Rinna. Talk, talk about, about my Harry husband. Hamlin. <laughs> John How'd F. You Kennedy Jr. John F. Kennedy Jr. Uh-huh. is very attractive. <laughs> How did you go from all these people? Sean who are, Connery. No. How did you go from all these people who are older to Michael B. Jordan? Because it's going from 1987 forward. Yeah. Michael, Tom Cruise. Are you no. sure, sure it wasn't Michael J. Jordan? No, he's at the end. Patrick Swayze. No. What? Oh, who the fuck is this? Nick Nolte. No. Okay, you're way too far back. 1992. <laughs> 1993. Richard Gere. Richard Gere is attractive. How is Michael B. Jordan in he's, the? It's going forward in time, girl. You started at Mel... What? In 1986. Yeah, Michael B. Jordan was not alive then. Yeah, no, he just came up... I was looking at the... You know, when Google tells you, like, a preview of the page. Oh. For fuck's sake. <laughs> no, th- you kept on saying you kept on going forward. So why was he in the 80s or early Shut 90s? up. <laughs> Keanu Reeves. Yes. Very attractive. Uh, no, I... That's a person that people think is attractive that I think is ugly. Okay. Brad Pitt. Denzel Washington. Oh, yeah. Young He's, Denzel Washington. I he would even go for Daddy Denzel. I'm not into Daddy Denzel. I watched a movie with him in, like, mid-2010s. It was called Train or Unstoppable or something like that. Uh, and you were like, rail me, Daddy. Yes. Because there were trains. It was literally about trains, that he somehow stopped a, a, a out-of-control train somehow. Mm. Um, he was very hot in that movie. Here is a controversial one. Okay. It was very popular when you and I were... Uh, Chellens. Children, George Clooney. Hmm. It's a no for me, dog. I'll say yes. Oh, <laughs> Harrison Ford. I'm yes, gonna say yes, absolutely. I'm mean, even as like a grandpa. He might be even. He might be a guilt for me. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh. oh goodness. <laughs> Richard Gere again. I don't know who that is. He's very attractive. Okay. Brad Pitt again. No, no. Pierce Brosnan. Little Spencer watching 007, I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> mm. no. Uh, it's a yes for me. 
Ben Affleck. No. Um, yes. Okay, I like his brother better. Casey Affleck? I don't think I've ever seen him. Johnny Depp. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. No. <laughs> Looks like a pirate. Just because he was a pirate. He was a pirate. That was the... Jude Law. No. Um, yes. <laughs> Younger Chris, definitely. Uh, that was back when I first got exposed to accents. <laughs> and You're he like, was... Oh, my God. Oh, my God. He's he has, he doesn't have He had one of those fancy accents would make me feel like a dumbass. <laughs> yeah. Still does. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Matthew McConaughey, other end of the spectrum. No. No for me. Yeah, he's one of those people that is attractive and I find him ugly. Uh, George Clooney again. Matt Damon. Who's Matt Damon? No. 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 Am I getting Ben Affleck and Matt Damon confused? No. Matt Damon was the one that was in like The Martian and whatever. Right? I don't fucking know. <laughs> I don't fucking know. It's a no for me. Okay. Um, Hugh Jackman. Okay, yes. Hugh Jackman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes for Hugh Jackman. Yes. Johnny Depp again. Absolutely no. not. Ryan and Rentals. We are. Ryan and Rentals. Ron- Ronald Randall. Rental Ronald. Uh, we're up to 2011 now. Bradley Cooper. Yes. yes for everybody. Absolutely. If you say no to Bradley Cooper, uh, I don't know what's happening with you. You're sick. Yes. You're ill. You could literally dive into his crystal blue eyes and just swim in them and then suck his dick. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yep. Channing Tatum. Ooh. Did you know Channing Tatum writes children's books now? <laughs> no. He but does. That's actually very hilarious. Um, I'm glad that he's finally using his fourth grade writing skill. <laughs> he sure is. He sure is. I'm just kidding, I think. It's a yes for me, though. Yeah, I think I'll say yes. Especially just because Magic Mike was just like... I've never seen it. Uh, the, uh, I'm just talking about Step Up and Step Up 2. He was talking that too. Uh, it, don't ever watch Magic Mike or the second one for the story because there's no story. The plot is I never Channing thought there Tatum. would be yeah. a story. They, they attempted a lot of improv in these movies. And my question was just, why? 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 Just, I mean, just say it's porn. Yes. Just say it's porn. Just It's softcore porn. Just go, go with it. Yeah. Uh, Adam Levine. Yes. Uh no, you too many tattoos. Yeah. Oh, um, he was he's like that bad boy ish kind of vibe that I'm like, sure, why not? I feel like he's like a bad boy, but he's like lives in a very nice neighborhood, and he is actually a pool boy, but he's a bad pool boy. Yeah. Do you ever see someone and you just like say, I think you smell bad? Yeah. I th- I feel that way. <laughs> see. He's, uh, he, I feel like he's probably one of those like natural deodorant boys, and it just—if you wear natural deodorant, let me tell working. you, it doesn't work. <laughs> it's a powder. It's made out of coconut. Yeah, you yeah, smell you like smell. You smell like bo coconut. plus coconut. Yes, salty, uh, yeah, sweaty coconut, coconut. There's still that like little bit, or or if you don't wear any deodorant at all, because you hashtag know your body, uh, you you don't wear just just wear deodorant. Just yeah. wear it. These are the same people that are like, vaccines are bad. Yes, exactly. What the fuck? But then snort coke and take ketamine on the uh, <laughs> on I the weekend. Exactly, yeah. Uh, Chris Hemsworth? 
Absolutely, yes. Only with short hair. I don't like his long hair. I don't care for the long hair either. It's it's right here in front of me. And, okay, uh, well, look at him with short hair. Yeah, no, they're both in front of me. Oh. The, and the you short hair like one, him? yes. The okay. long hair one, absolutely. <laughs> okay. David Beckham? No. Um, yes, because I have a thing for soccer boys. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Dwayne The Rock Johnson? Oh. I'll say yes. It's The Rock. I'm going to say yes, too. We got you, The Rock. Uh-huh. Blake Shelton. We already went over Absolutely that. not. Idris Elba. Yes. yes. Very yes. Hardcore yes. Absolutely. 100% yes. Rail me, daddy. Smoldering. Mm-hmm. Especially in Thor, when he has golden eyes. Let me tell you, those golden eyes could... He, he can he can peer through any place in the universe. Uh, but I want him straight into my heart. I want him peering right into my hole. Oh, <laughs> That's the only black hole that he needs to see. Gross. <laughs> I'm offended. <clears throat> John Legend. Yes, we absolutely. Already, we already know about that one. And then Michael B. Jordan. Oh, fuck yes. Uh, him 21, as, 2021 him, is not here yet. Him as Killmonger uh, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, oh, man. Absolutely, yes. Um... Anyways, we went off the rails on that Yeah, one. let's talk about drag, because this is actually a drag podcast. <laughs> yeah, we not a rating men podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, well, we're talking about Drag Race on Under again. Um, and this episode had me feeling some feelings. Feeling, feelings, feelings. I was already kind of confused with last week, just because I was pissed off about Electra being in the bottom. Uh, because that didn't make any sense to me. Uh, <laughs> because You were pissed off last week. Yeah. And now I get even more pissed off. Um, Did you take your blood pressure medication for this? No. Instead, I took a Red Bull and then six ibuprofen. Somebody so, get the defibrillator. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Have it ready and on standby. We're drinking some alcohol to bring me back down a little bit. Thin the blood. Thin out. the blood, yeah. No, no. We don't need to thin it anymore. <laughs> That's the, the ibuprofen already did that. <laughs> oh, thicken that shit up. Thick, Here, yeah, we need some, some thickening. Ice cream. <laughs> we need to eat some, like, cheeseburgers or something. Oh, yes, we should probably take those. Uh, you love it how I, You love how I was like, we should take this at the beginning of the podcast, because I need to, like, get my mojo going. <laughs> you don't need it. You don't need it. Because we have the sexiest man alive. Yeah, Keep we talked sexiest about man sexiest alive. man alive, uh, and that just really got us going. Um, okay, gonna do it. Take it at the same time as you. Except you already took it. Yep. Mm. See, we would have had a lot of fun in high school if we were together as little gay people. Absolutely. Because nobody was going to go through the people's sexiest man alive with me. Well, okay. We would have to take us now and put us in high school because high school Chris would have bullied you. (laughs) No, I would have bullied you. That's valid. You'd be like, just come out already. Yeah. (laughs) Me in the back of my mind. He's gayer than me. Someone will think he's gayer than me. I had some internalized homophobia. It was wild. Wild. I thought I was so straight. And then anytime someone called me gay, I was like, no, I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) Big Agatha wink. (laughs) 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 And I killed your little dog, too. (laughs) Oh, boy. But I would have still told you. Yeah, no, I love The Wizard of Oz. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's a great musical. What? And people have been like, it's a movie. And I'd be like, no, no, it's a musical because... <laughs> let me tell you, there is singing. And let me explain all of this. Um, In the 1932 adaptation oh by Frank L. Baum... And they'd be like... They'd be like, you, yeah, we were gay. talking about Rihanna. <laughs> you gay, dude? 
Do you remember shut, shut we're talking about Shut Up and Drive? That's like best song of 2008. Yeah. <laughs> and then became Barbella, the best lip sync. Oh my. Uh <laughs> Was Disturbia. Disturbia. That was a such a great... Bop. That was a bop to dance on the dance floor. Uh, also, Soldier Boy. I taught the girls... Soldier Boy? Soldier Boy. <laughs> I did. And they were like, we don't know how it goes. And I was like, just do it. Just do this. Over. They were like, we love the whip and the nene. I'm like, no. No, you can do Soldier Boy. You Soldier Boy, I've been this Why you Why you wrote? Yes. Classic. Classic. Classic Tiara. Yes, Classic Tiara. Um... What was the thing? Uh, oh, yeah. Um, I had a lot of internalized homophobia going in, even in, like, college. Even when I came out, I was like, I'm gay, but I'm, like, not that gay. I was zero to 60. Oh, see, I... I was like, I'm going to start wearing foundation. That was me once <laughs> I got here to Houston. Because at first, I was like, I was around a bunch of straight people, didn't understand gay culture, didn't hang out with any gay people, didn't want to hang out with any gay people. I was like, oh, I don't need to be one of those, like, flamboyant gays or anything like that. Because you had no gay friends. Exactly. Came to Houston, met Savannah. Uh, not met Savannah. Had Hung out with Savannah. I already knew Savannah from college. Uh, hung out with Savannah more. She taught me a lot of drag queens. Took me out to gay bars. Uh, then met gay friends through the run running group and just realized that I could just be as gay as I wanted to be and let me tell you i did i did so within like a year i was like yes i'm a drag queen <laughs> i'm a drag it's two years yeah because 2017 was when i started drag or a year and a half from wow. when I, yeah so we met when you were still trying to be kind of straight yeah yeah that's gross trying to be a little bit not straight trying to be a little bit uh masculine if you will because i was like in my my yeah. head a little bit yeah it's yeah. gross i don't gross. like that yeah so it uh it I grew, if you it's called growth. I'm surprised. Why? Because I'm so well, gay I guess, now. Because <laughs> I had gay friends in high school too. And I, well, my but two best friends are gay. Gay, 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 <laughs> gay, 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 gay. Um, I'm gonna crush that twink. And I it was uh, I, I'm still we're still talking about. Me. I know. Uh, <laughs> I didn't change the topic. I had a, a lesbian friend and a gay friend. Oh my god, there was a lot of lesbians in my high school. And of course, internalized homophobia, Chris. Uh, I was just You're like, disgusting. well, I was like, oh, I feel like a lot of people are just doing it for for uh, attention. Like, yeah. <laughs> I was such a bad person. Well, I was of the trope of um, people aren't bisexual because I wanted them to be gay. Oh like yeah, me. yeah, yeah. It's like, stop trying to say you're you not like bisexual. Girls just too. you like all men. You only like men. <laughs> yeah, I I think I was a part of that trope actually through a lot of college too. Oh. Yeah, hmm. yeah, and then I learned that you can really just love pans as well. <laughs> you can love pans. You can love the letter A. Yes, you can uh, asexual, pansexual. You can love demis, which I guess is like a just Demi Lovato. Demi Lovato. People that are attracted to Demi Lovato. Demi Lovato sexual. Oh, and Demi Moore, I guess. Oh, yeah. I don't know any more Demis. But I don't know those two. Um, what yeah. Is, what is actual Demi? Demi sexual. I think it is like sexual uh, intelligence towards. Uh, in what sexuality sexually attractive to intelligence yeah <laughs> imagine being smart. smart just come be gay with me and then go yeah <laughs> you don't do you know how much fun being stupid is yeah <laughs> if you're demisexual and we got it wrong please tell us because we'd like to know <laughs> i'm gonna google it but if you are demisexual I'll also reach out and let us choices. know Choi- <laughs> since it's all a choice <laughs> where this is all just a joke <laughs> please don't take this seriously <laughs> Um. Yeah, I was a. I was kind of a shithead. Oh no, demisexual is for emotional connection. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm up with that. Yeah. 
Because you can like stupid people. <laughs> as long as you like stupid people like us, and then you like our podcast, and then think that we're attractive, we're okay with On that. board. <laughs> On board. As long as you think that we're attractive. Um, are you ready to go into the workroom? <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> so we're going to walk into the workroom after Coco's elimination. Coco Jumbo. Coco Jumbo. I love that she wrote a little PS and said, watch out. <laughs> that so, was funny. Foreshadowing. Oh yeah, um, Scarlet's feeling herself. She's she's, she's definitely high, very happy honey. about yes. winning last week's challenge. Absolutely. Um, talking about she's a force to be reckoned with now. Yeah, and I don't disagree <clears throat> with her. I don't disagree, but also I don't necessarily agree that it's too early in the it competition. Is very to say, too, it is too early to be cocky, especially seeing that we just saw Art Simone go home two weeks ago, uh, and she had just won the challenge a week before, didn't she? But, yes. Uh-huh. The difference is, is Scarlet is cocky. Uh, behind doors, behind uh-huh. closed doors. Yeah, which I think is okay. Yeah, you can. I mean, if you're gonna be on a camera. Well, or this whatever. episode we find out that she's a little bit more cocky uh, in front of other people. Yes, <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Um, um, and Electra is feeling awful. Mm-hmm. Um, she she's not sure what the judges want for her <laughs> to wear. She's pissed and confused rather than feeling defeated, which is where I would be too, because I would come off of that dance dance challenge feeling the way that she felt, thinking like I. Fucking slayed that! Like I, you know, worked wonders around these these, these uh, ran loops around these girls, mm-hmm. um, which she stood out in her performance. That's exactly what she needed needed to do. She stole the show. Is why was that the bad thing now? Like that I understand that you're doing girl groups, but at the same time, you always tell them you have to stand out somehow. She fucking stood out, but you said, "Ooh, too much." Like I don't know. I'm still very upset about that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But then um, it's. Ex- I, I mean, I I do. I I'm a little confused with her where she's saying I don't know what the judges want me to wear. The, you know what the judges want you to wear. Yeah. They know you know they don't like your outfits. Yeah. So whatever you brought, find a way to tweak it. Yeah. They make don't it better. Like elevate it. Yes. Exactly. Um. Yeah. So. And et cetera, et cetera, thinks that Electra should be nervous. Uh. But then et cetera, et cetera, is talking about um her outfits and stuff like that. And and at the time, Electra was like, I'm talking about my performance and et cetera, et cetera. was like, well, your outfits are terrible. And I'm like, oh my God, the girls were coming for her. Yes, they were, they, they were coming for her. Um, and I, that was a side of et cetera that I'm not fond of. No, me neither. This episode, she got a little, little tweaky. Um, yeah, she's being a shady little, little, little thing. Yeah. Um, so she said, yeah, I'll give you a once-over before you go out on the runway. Yeah. And I was like, ew. I would not want that from – I don't know. I really wouldn't want that from anyone. I would want someone to tell me if something is off, but I'm not trying to – I don't know. I'm not trying See, to See, get... there's a difference between, like, come to me and I'll give you a once-over before you go on the runway. Exactly. And saying um, – being Bianca Let's Del Rio and saying like, yeah, let me help you with it, you know whatever I can. What do you What are you trying to What is your vision? Exactly, because um, Bianca helped people reach their visions in the workroom while uh, telling someone, oh, "I'll give you a once over." Like that's a bitchy way to like tell me when you're done and I'll tell you what I don't like. Exactly. Instead and of let me help you. How is that going to help them if you're you know putting on your outfit? That's typically like 15 minutes before you have to go out on stage. If not, just you're going on stage now. Put on your outfit. Like yeah, I don't know. Um, that's frustrating. And uh, then Scarlet is a bitch behind the doors and talks about Electra saying that she's a piece of shit with glitter on it. Yes, exactly. I was like, holy ew. shit. Yes. Where did this side of shit come from? I just, ew, it's gross. Why do you talk about people like that? Yeah. I mean, 
we've we have choice opinions on this podcast but yeah still i would never call someone a literal piece of shit with- especially someone who's your sister like and it makes me worry that there's potentially going to be like an actual fight that happens later because if they're being this feisty in confessionals after the show is already aired or after the show has already been recorded like that's and it, there could be a lot of cultural uh yeah. stuff going on here yeah. because like we said earlier I mean, in the first couple episodes... They were super just, shady to each other, and they just all called it laughing. I think that um, a, a very British term is taking the piss. Did they do that in Australia? Probably. Maybe. Um, they're, like, just railing on people, but people are... Everyone's like, it's a joke. We yeah. all know it's a joke. Are they still doing it? I'm not sure anymore. Oh, yeah. They're crossing, a, they're crossing many lines that I personally would be like, this isn't really funny. Yeah, I mean, if I was Electra in this moment, I would have gone off. I, I would have, have I would have yeah. my moment. Like, um, this after... was supposed to be my moment, and yes. that's what we should have talked about. Exactly. And then after etc. You know, was like, oh, I'll give you the once over. I would have been like, bitch, you need to watch out for yourself instead of me. Like, I understand that I have my own problems, but I don't need you critiquing my outfit before I go on the runway. Let's leave that up to the judges, bitch. And then I'll lip sync the house down boots and send you home. Like, and then oh. you would have pulled a Bowie knife out of your boot and just <laughs> and held it. I'm gonna kill like this, this dango. Um, stupid and so then we de-drag and we enter the workroom for the next day next day Um, Electra is getting fed up with etc and Scarlet and I really do think that she has every right to be Mm -hmm. she literally says that she hates all of them now Mm -hmm. um, and that none of them are friends yeah Electra says that she was in the bottom for being too good and I slightly agree with what she said Uh, I don't agree with saying saying I was too good but like she did very well in the challenge and somehow ended up in the bottom so I like I said I probably would have felt very similar to the Electra I would probably have felt the same way but then again, it is an ensemble challenge, uh-huh. and ensembles. Yeah, I understand girl group, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But anyways, um, <laughs> bless you. Thank you. Um, so then RuPaul, RuPaul comes into the workroom. RuPaul, and then she starts talking about a recycled trash runway. Basically, yeah. I mean, it just kind of yeah, happens. She's like, let's bring some trash in. Exactly. She's so she like... brings in the garbage, and then and the garbage is. Art Simone. Art Simone. She pops out of the garbage. Art Simone is the garbage. Uh-huh. Uh, and the queens are quaking. Yes. And I'm also quaking. Uh-huh. Because I don't think that she's should have returned. No. So I think that <clears throat> the, the, the return of a queen is a very special moment. And it's a very, like, you didn't get to see anything from the queen. Yeah. Now, a double save and a, a RuPaul being like, you know what? I'm going to keep you both. That's different. I like a deserving double save. Season 13, not deserving. No. But, like, in the past, I there have been double saves that I really loved. Yes. Uh, Evie Oddly versus uh, Brooklyn Heights. Amazing yes, double save. absolutely. Amazing. Um, uh, trying to think of other double saves that I really like. Tatiana and Alyssa, iconic. Saving both of them. Bringing them both back. Uh, Raven de- Juju. Raven obviously. Juju, yes, absolutely. But uh, so for this, I feel like if it were a double save in the moment, I would have been okay with it. Yeah. I wouldn't have been like overjoyed about it. Uh-uh. But the fact that it's like, we're bringing back somebody who didn't get to show what they did. Uh-huh. No, no, no. She she showed she what showed, she did. She, exactly. In Snatch Game, which she is the one that it. you have the most time to prepare for because you know it's going to happen on every single se- season of RuPaul's Drag Race. Yes. So the fact that you bring her back and say, you know, the, uh, 
she didn't get to show everything. Uh-huh. We she showed enough. Yes, I agree. She showed enough to me to be able to to realize that because her runway that episode was it. shit. Her uh, or was not great. Um, and then her snatch game performance was shit. So it was like that in itself was enough for me to say, yeah, that episode was just a no bueno. Like you just yeah. you deserve to go home. Yeah. So this whole thing, I think, is a sham. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and I and you know why I think she came back is because she has her. She's own a show. Wow Presents. She has a she's, show on Wow Presents. She's already on RuPaul's dick, exactly. So she probably told RuPaul, she was like, "Oh, I'm not going to do anything for you anymore, and you need to remove my." St-. Well, she probably can't do it. She probably she was can't, like, yeah. uh, you know, I'm not going to show up for anything anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the contracts are like, but RuPaul has obviously already taken a liking to her. Yeah. And there's some favoritism going because on. Because she here. gave her a show before she was even even on RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under. Like Yeah. <laughs> you were already on WoW Presence. Like you're already on RuPaul's network, already on RuPaul's uh radar. Like yeah, that that's when she came back, I was like, that's so shitty. Cause especially being someone like Coco Jumbo who went home after Art Simone and then Art Simone comes back, it's like she lasted longer and did better than Art Simone. Yep. But then you bring didn't even give Coco Jumbo a chance to come back. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. that. I just, I don't agree with her coming yeah, back. I didn't like it. Um, all the queens are not particularly fond of it either. Yes. Anita looks like she's never had a happy day in her life. Oh, yes. Um, and then the queens go dumpster diving to make their runways from trash. Yep. Um, so then we go into some of the uh, outfit des- designing. Yeah. Karen's um, nervous about creating an outfit. Karen is very nervous. Yeah. Um, and then Maxie says she's not an idiot and made sure to take lessons in sewing. She before. sure did. And that's what you do. That's what you do. <laughs> I'm I'm very proud of Maxie. Yes, absolutely. Um, like, you know, you're going to be in RuPaul's Drag Race. The things that you do, uh, dance lessons, sewing lessons, right off the bat. Actually, yeah. I'd probably put sewing lessons over dance lessons. Sewing like, lessons first. Yes. Because you can just fuck up some dance. You do what Anita does. You just be goofy. Yeah. <laughs> be camp. Um, Karen's a bit worried. And Art is super excited to be back. The cockiness of Art is already back. <laughs> and then she talks about how she put that note at Coco Station. Mm. Saying, watch out. No, she says it. Oh, what no <laughs> and then everyone's like okay so it's obviously you like <laughs> like bitch why yeah what's the did, what? and she didn't what? even give us an explanation of why she did it she no. was like so just i, I mean <clears throat> obviously there was probably some fore, foreshadowing of her coming back after yeah. coco left yeah but like ew like yeah. why are you trying to be that way and why are you trying to get in someone's head like that and just be like a fucking bitch like yeah, it's for no reason wild to me and and like if you if you were eliminated and you didn't come back, how how is she is she gonna ever see that? She's never gonna see you again. No. Uh, well, I mean, she probably will see her again. Yeah, they they're gonna be on tour, and then. I mean, it, well, then what? Were well, you're gonna just cut up her dresses and wigs when she when you perform What's together? The, what like, was the point exactly? And you're it, just trying to get in her head just to be a bitch. Exactly, and then you're being a bitch to her. What sort of relationship are you going to have after this? Like, that's the yeah. whole. That's my whole thing. Is like, if you're being a bitch to someone on this show, uh, that's kind of obnoxious because then you come back later, and it's like you still have to be their friend in some way, shape, or form. Like, you have to perform together. Yeah, I mean, exactly. You don't have to be friends, but you do have to perform, perform together. together. Yeah. So. Um, Agreed. And Art Simone posted some stuff on Twitter uh, today about, I, I don't know, I didn't read into all the other tweets that might be about it, but she was like, I'm just having a really rough time on Twitter today. And yeah, she was being very victim 
uh, victimized, I guess is a good word for it. She was like, you guys are being really mean kind of thing. And like, you guys are uh, really making this like not a fun experience and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, she was like, I was really like really low after being eliminated and blah, blah, blah. And it was like, uh, you got brought back. Yeah. And you did what you did. Yeah. The producers will do whatever they want to the show. But you but still, still said what you wrote said. Wrote a note exactly. to her and said, watch out. Yeah. Yeah. You did that. Yeah. That's do, nothing do from anybody else. Do I think the queens else. deserve the hate that they get? No, no. But it's like we always say in this podcast. You're on the show and you said what you said. It was what Roxy Andrews said in uh, uh, all, all after All-Stars 2. She – or on All-Stars 2. She said – uh, these queens want to blame editing all they want to, but at the end of the day, you said what you said. Like, it was still on camera and blah, blah, blah. Like, you still said those things. So regardless of what they want to edit in there or what they want to take, you said you it, said girl. It. You did what you did. So if you showed us the best of what Art Simone had previously, uh, you already showed us that. So, yep. I don't know. Um, then Scarlet is falling into the over... She is just... Just slipping, falling into the overconfidence storyline. Oh, absolutely. Just just flailing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course, she's talking to RuPaul and being like, what do you think you should tell? What would you say to Electra? And she says something along the lines of, you know. Oh, I had it written down. Um, no, I didn't have it written. You know, no, I did. Ask Scarlett to give advice to, uh, I'm sorry, ask Electra to Scarlett to give Electra advice, and Scarlett says that there's uh, more to performing than doing the splits. Uh, and let me tell you, the tension in that room just shot through the roof. <laughs> but Rue knew exactly what she was doing by asking that question mm-hmm. in front of all the other queens in that tiny-ass work room with all the cameras on them. Like, well, RuPaul knows what she's doing, but there's, there's also the thought thoughts going on behind Scarlett's eyes. Yes. Like, do you say something? Do you not say something? Are you going to be cordial? Or are you a pageant queen? In this point in time... She did not give a shit. It's a pageant queen yeah. answer is what you're supposed to do. Yes. she doesn't give a fuck. No, she does she not give a fuck. That. So then she... Yeah, she says that. Um, and then they start talking afterwards because uh, Electra's like, oh, I like danced for people. Like, I-, I know there's more to dancing than just splits. Like, I danced for a bunch of like big name artists. Um, and so then uh, uh, Scarlett's defense was, oh, you backup dance for some people? That's literally the point of a backup dancer. That's literally the point of dancing. Uh, it's very you, hard to get those jobs. Do you think that, that uh, Jennifer Lopez hires anybody? Do you, do you think, yeah, she just walks out there and says, yeah, She's I want like, this person. Sure, you know how to dance. <laughs> yeah. Get in here. No, she finds the best of the best, and it's hard to get those fucking jobs, and they're good at what they do. And they're backup dancers for a fucking reason. They're not there to steal the show from Jennifer Lopez, because yeah. she's the performer. So yeah, all of Britney's dancers were like, this is my moment. Yeah. I'm going to be discovered. Yeah. The no. only person that I have ever seen in uh, performance history, in my knowledge, was Left Shark out dancing Katy Perry at the Super Bowl. I don't know who any of those people Oh, my are. God. That's really funny. You really don't know that performance? No. That was a I classic. I don't even know who Katy Perry is. Who was that? That was a classic joke. Oh, my God. Anyways, okay. um, you... You, I've literally watched this Super Bowl performance at your house before. Because Thomas plays them. I don't All care. the time. Oh, my God. Okay, anyways. Um, the only one that I care about is uh, Shakira. Lady Gaga's. Only Shakira and and Lady Gaga. Only Shakira. Only Shakira. Boopy. <laughs> the violence, honey. Um, yeah, so... 
I just got really irritated at that. Me and Savannah were watching it together earlier, and she just goes, she literally screamed at the TV, and she goes, that's the fucking point! You're a backup dancer for one of these big-name performers! She's like, what, she think, does Scarlett think that you can just go out and get these jobs just because? Like, you're literally arguing Electra's point. Like, you're, you're proving to yeah. her that literally being a backup dancer is not an easy thing to do. It, like, that doesn't make any sense. She's Electra, a good dancer. in a performance with J-Lo, with an audience of four million people yeah. versus Scarlett at her own performance where she's the lead in a little in gig her, it, yeah uh, 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 audience of 200 people yeah yeah exactly <laughs> a you, bar of 100 people you're not making sense make no. it make sense exactly so where's my comparisons here like it did not make any sense and Electra backed down way more than I would have I'd have been like girl do you even hear yourself talking like I was literally a backup dancer for these major ass people and you're trying to criticize me and my dancing like it doesn't make any fucking sense no. <laughs> Absolutely. And especially because she literally owned businesses where she was a dance choreographer. Like, that would be like going up to Alyssa Edwards and saying, oh, you can't dance. Mama, she has titles and competitions across the board from her dancing. I bet Electra does too. Like, uh, that set me off and I was like, Mama, this is garbage. Yeah. So there's that, there's all that. of that. Um, and then Anita's having a little bit of difficulty conceptualizing her outfit. Well, she keeps talking about her outfit like it's the best thing in the world, and everyone else seems to be quite worried about it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I do enjoy her mediums that she's choosing, like pay, paper and, mm-hmm. and videotape. Um, yeah. Videotape. String, yeah. I think I, that I think those are really great mediums, and I think you can create a great outfit out of that. I think I personally think she did later, but well, <laughs> that's we'll fine. get there too. Yeah. Um, and then Rupal comes in and talks to the girls. Um, and Art Simone's getting her little pep talk uh-huh. about opening up, and I thought she was gonna bring it. Wait, She's who? talking about bringing it? What are we talking about? Oh, we're oh, I had moved past Rupal. I thought you had skipped it. Oh, no. Because the whole fight with Electra happened after RuPaul was in. Well, but it doesn't yeah, matter. I'm not there yet. Uh, yeah, well, I said that, and then Karen's going to be a famous pothead. Yikes. Yeah. Kinamina has complaints about her head. Electra is trying to bring glamour with a kangaroo hunter? Yeah. I didn't like that. Maxie's working with grocery bags. A choice. Gr- well, they're like that... Uh... They're, I mean, they're... Ne- neoprene? Is that the... No, that's not mm-hmm. neoprene. Um, they're nylon. Nyl- yeah, just nylon. Nylon with plastic coating. Yeah. It, it's grocery... It's, it's reusable grocery bags. Yeah, yeah. Um, et cetera Ikea is, bags. Ikea bags, yes. yes. Uh, et cetera is doing a harvest goddess. Um, and Anita is going to hot glue her way through the competition. And she's in the Navy. She's in the Navy. Good for her. Good for her. I loved that. Yeah. And she's a fucking kook. Um, yes. Scarlett's going to give a 40s slash 50s picnic look, and then RuPaul asked her advice to Electra, uh, which we already heard. Um, the producers are setting up Scarlett and Electra for a lip sync battle, I thought. They're, yeah, I thought they were setting it up for this week. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Um, or a fight down the line at some point. Yeah. Um, which ultimately <laughs> leads Electra to scrap her idea. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. Because um, RuPaul did her typical RuPaul thing. It was like, She's like, I'm going to be a kangaroo hunter. And RuPaul was like, uh, uh, no, I understand. I get it. But, um. What? And then Electra's like, you don't like it. And she's like, no, I love it. Well, she did the full. She was trying to steal fucking Utica's thing. Where oh, she was yeah. Like, yeah, no. 
now yeah yeah yep yeah i was like you fucking cheater mm-hmm. taking comedy from other drag queens absolutely not oh yes please so then um well do you have anything else before we get a bonding moment from etc a who a bonding moment with etc no i, I uh, yes so we come in for the elimination day and Kita is doubting anita yeah they were all were doubting Anita. I don't understand how. <clears throat> I mean, that's your friend, girl. Yeah. How are you going to be? Well, in, she's in... already been being shady to her uh, since yes. the beginning of the competition. Yes. They they literally work together. I mean, you come into the competition with what I assume would be kind of your best friend. Yeah. And you're just being shady as shit. Exactly. Like, ew. Yeah. Um, and then Art talks about being excited to come back and do the damn thing. I mean, the way that I'm kind of associating it in my mind, and I don't know what sort of relationship that they actually have. Um, I, I mean, Anita versus Kita. Um, I'm thinking like a Jan Rosé moment. If they were in the same season together and like Rosé came in and someone asked something about Jan and, you know, Rosé was like, oh, well, you know, hopefully she didn't walk in because uh, she's riding my coattails, blah, blah, blah. And then Jan walks in and then she tries to be nice to her, but then still is like, yeah, I don't think Jan's going to do it. I just don't think Jan's, you know, good enough, blah, blah, blah. Like that would, that, that's kind of the, the idea that I'm getting from it. But you can tell me if it's, if you feel otherwise, but uh, yeah, I, I'm not getting the, sure. I'm not getting the vibes from, uh, the good vibes from the two of them. Uh, Cause I feel like they're. I mean, they're business partners, so they have to be at least cordial. And I don't understand why you would start a business with someone you don't like. They go on tour together. From what I understand, they have toured around uh, the Down Unders. Uh, so people across New Zealand and Australia know them as Kita, Kita Mina and Anita Wiglet. Like, Kita and Anita. Kita and Anita. The, their names literally go together on purpose. Um, so I don't know. It, that's upsetting to me that they that Kita is... So doubtful of someone. It would be like, well, I, I, once again, don't understand their actual relationship. But like, if you and I start doing drag together, doing drag together, if who's Kita, who's Anita? Uh, I'm obviously Anita. No. <laughs> what? Do you think you're? Hmm. I need to think about that a little bit more. But do you think you're the kookier one? Yes. You don't I think? think you're the most more outspoken one. That's Anita, yes? Or is Kita the more outspoken one? Kita's the more outspoken one. Mm. Anita's the weird one. I'm but why are you... One. I'm weird as fuck. I'm weirder than you. I don't know, man. What are my fucking hobbies? <laughs> uh, watching dead people and scary movies and going to sleep right afterwards. Yes. <laughs> yes. How is that not Anita? I don't know. Uh, anyway. Anyways, I lasted long in the competitions. <laughs> Well, I didn't enter. You don't know how far I would have gone. <laughs> no, I meant... Okay, never mind. Um, yes. So, Shut the fuck up. <laughs> so then we get a little bonding moment with et cetera, et cetera. Um, we talk about them being non, non-binary um, and how they were not com- comfortable in their biological bodies. So they thought they were uh, binary trans. And so they thought about the idea of transitioning to a... Uh, transgender woman, but then realized that being trans, a binary trans person, was also not their shtick. Um, so then they kind of just went with non-binary and then have more feminine qualities instead. So, um, But they also say that non-binary is a basically like a temporary lab- label for them because 
it's not they 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 said that non-binary is the closest to what they feel non-binary i feel like it's a massive I mean, spectrum yes I, I mean it's an umbrella mm-hmm. so i mean it encompasses everything so you you have a lot of opportunity to discover yourself and i mean that's a tough cookie to eat you're uh, you you're not fully comfortable being one gender or the other and i mean there's a lot of wiggle room in in between and yeah i would say me myself and i i saddled the line a little bit uh-huh. because i love to wear makeup and you like the feminine qualities and i love heels and i like Excuse things me. that are more feminine per se but in my mind, it's made up that you're I'm a cisgendered man. man. Exactly, I, I feel comfortable as a man, uh-huh. and I'm gay. Yeah, so that doesn't tie anything into it. It's just that's my sexuality. Yeah, but my my gender, gender expression, is, my gender expression, I feel male. Yeah, so I mean, obviously, there's things that that etc. may do that makes them feel that they saddle it a bit more than me, and I I can't fathom what that might be like yeah and that's, that's the thing is like etc was trying to explain that they don't feel like they are bi- biologically a boy but they are biologically a boy um though they are expressing gender that's as they explain uh more feminine they do feminine more often uh and then when they do boy people are questioning like why are you why do you or no, i'm sorry when they do feminine they question like why are you not doing more uh masculine you know more male male presenting presenting, exactly which that's wild to me i mean people ask me all the time when i'm doing dixie but i don't ever feel that that's like an insult you know because that's what the the drag queen started talking about was like do people ever see you out of drag and ask like where's you know your drag persona uh people ask me that but i did not feel offended by the way they felt because i'm not like a full-on drag person and also how do you feel about your gender expression what do you feel my gender expression, I have grown more into it uh, because I think that my gender is uh, a lot more fluid. Do I think that I'm non-binary? Absolutely not. I think that I, uh, I definitely feel feel that I am biologically a male, and I feel comfortable having uh, a penis and testicles. Like I feel comfortable in that body. Um, and but I do like painting my nails. I like the fact that I have a little earring now. Uh, I'm hashtag obsessed with it honestly um i think you need to have the other one done i do but i want to get there okay little little steps okay (laughs) give me give me some time no no i'm never Uh, giving you time for anything else why would this be an exception get an earring in the left ear now needle and an apple just (laughs) um but no i and then i also enjoy doing drag um but when i do my drag i don't like to be um like, if I'm going to do drag, and I like the idea of, like, our bearded queens, our hairy queens, you know, doing all the, you know, full gender spectrum. But when I do drag, I like to cover up as much hair as possible to give that female illusion. Because that is my, like, full female... It's your your concept. My female concept. Exactly. Like, full female concept. Impersonating. Exactly. And I could create another character, but that... Ouch, sorry. That wouldn't be Dixie. I'd probably have to create another persona if I want to do, like, a bearded drag or something like that. I'd have to say, like, this is someone else. Which is fine. You can create another drag persona all you want to. But I think we should. Uh-huh. And I think it should be just Rhonda. R- just Rhonda. Or straight Rhonda. Uh Jolene. Something just real <laughs> just, country. Just one name. Rhonda, Jolene, uh uh 
Bethany. Bobby doll. Oh, oh, oh sorry. Bethany. Uh, no. No, more country than that. Like Darlene. Bethany's real country. Darlene. Ja- Darlene. Darlene's. That's a good one. Uh, um, Annalie. Joan. Joan. Just jo- just Joan. Yeah. Just Joan. <laughs> and then people are like, are you trying to go just for Jan? Jo- no. <laughs> Joan. Joan? No, I, it'd have to be Joanne. Because you know Joanne from our Spoopy podcast, whenever we talked about Joanne, you're like, it's Joanne. No, Joanne. They were two different words. Try to give yourself whiplash while you do it. Yes, Joanne. But then I'd have to take down my wigs. You would. You would. You would. would. Um, Yeah. Joey J. Just full on, just dye my hair. What's left of it? Shave it off. Yes, shave that. Dye my scalp. Yeah, <laughs> pinked it. Just woo! Look at this hair. Bob the drag queen from that weird bubblegum thing. Yes. Oh, stupid. Uh, so I understand what etc. Is, is saying that they don't feel uh, don't feel that they fit in their biologically male body, but they also don't feel that they are binary trans. So then I'm like, well, if you don't feel, and but that's also the problem that comes up with the I not problem the. Um, Issues. Internal like is- issues with looking at yourself in the mirror with the uh, and I'm not speaking I don't know enough about being non-binary because I'm not non non-binary mm-hmm. um, but I can only imagine feeling the feeling of looking at yourself in the mirror and seeing because like some people are non-binary and they see you know penis and testicles in the mirror and they're okay with that because they still get their chances to express female and male and but being biological biologically male is still fine but being non-binary and seeing male testicles or even seeing a vagina is off-putting it's off-putting so then if you're right in the middle or you know you want to express both what what biological organs do you express i mean is that a point where genitalia is not something that that chooses to have at all exactly but uh, i mean in life and in bi- biology it has indicated biological sex and so then it's mm-hmm. like it comes becomes like a question like and this is gonna sound no i'm not gonna say that uh but i wonder about the percentage of non-binary people that are asexual and if they would feel more comfortable without genitalia. Well, asexual does not necessarily is different than gender it's expression. It's totally yeah, that's a sexual expression. Yeah. But a gender expression can go with a sexual expression. That's valid, yeah. Because Which is where pansexuality comes in because you can have people who are on all, all spectrums, uh, where someone is just, you know, completely gender neutral and pansexuality doesn't fit into the gender binary. What we're binary. saying is that <laughs> gender and sexuality are a boat in the ocean in a wave and just do whatever you want to do, And it's girl, also something that we'll we also never understand exactly. So uh, it's, yeah, it's as a, a wonderful a world out there. As a cisgender person who is homosexual, mm-hmm. there's plenty of options for other people. To express themselves however they want to. And I appreciate that. And I try my best. But sometimes I need a little help. Of course. Yeah. And I mean, that's all about educating. What we've learned in 2020 and 2021 is it's all about educating yourself and remaining open to the idea of learning. And also being open to the idea of being called out or canceled. (laughs) And then learning. (laughs) Learning from your uh, apparent microaggressions and then taking that step forward. So, (laughs) Yeah. I want to call you out on one of your microaggressions. Okay. Sometimes you wear that shirt here and I don't like it. I wear the shirt often whenever I'm feeling fat. I don't like it. 
Oh, well, I was wearing this, uh, like, athletic shirt, but it was very off-putting. <laughs> this one Visually. is, too. It, I think it's a bag. The, I think you should get the same shirt, but, you, like, those 70s pictures where it's, like, your face looking into the distance and then a photo. I bought a romper family. today. I wanted one of the pride rompers from Target this year. They didn't make them. Oh, fuck them. Fuck Target. I had that, that pink uh, Target romper. It's too small for me now, so I have to definitely have it taken in. I mean, taken out. <laughs> you remember that Activia commercial from, like, the early 2000s? They were like, I With... need my clothes taken in. And they were like, you were like, they're like, you mean let out? No, take let, them take in. Take them in, yes. She's Why like, was that oh, such let a... let them out. Why was that such a confusing commercial for people? I don't know. I don't know. Because nobody takes their clothes to the tailor to get taken Take in. in i do i always took my suits in suits yes not oh my god regular outfits not just a dress yeah i'm well, not a woman i don't have dresses to take in i do but I think I'll have to let all you of them. made of trash bags. <laughs> That's true. And I you did, get them from Charlotte Roos. I do have uh, dresses made out of trash bags. Except I went, during the move, I threw out the, the trash bag skirt. Or not trash bag skirt. The uh, uh, grocery bag skirt. That was a great idea. I don't know why people didn't like it. Are you making fun of me? No. Because oh. I helped make it. Oh, it was really good. And also, I made an entire wig out of garbage bags. <laughs> I loved the wig. I loved everything about that. Yes. Outfit. I saw the wig. I kept that. Because that was a lot of effort. So that wig is not going anywhere. Still have that one. I can't believe it. But the the trash bag dress, I can remake that one quickly and easily. I just love the volume of it. It Yes. A lot of volume. Yes. Anyways. Anyways, (laughs) um, So we go to the main stage. And what the fuck is RuPaul wearing? Uh, She's doing a lot of like green. And yet the makeup was not it. In my opinion. The whole outfit was ugly. I, I saw hated the whole thing. I saw someone on Twitter was like, "Oh my god, Raven went in on RuPaul's makeup," and I was like, "Raven's Honey, not no. there." <laughs> I think. Well, I I think she is. <laughs> Finally, after I think she was just late for the recordings of the first episode. I don't like it. Well, there's still the rumors that RuPaul is not actually there this entire time. So <laughs> it could be true. They're just like talking to some random screen, yeah. uh, but who knows. Um, Anyways, yeah, so the category is recycled. What happened? There's just um, debris left from when people People, ate at this table. And uh, little tiny gremlins. Tiny humans. Yes. Um, Yeah. (laughs) I I don't know. I don't know. I don't don't like it. I don't like it. No. I didn't like uh, RuPaul's outfit. No. Uh, And then uh, jumping forward, uh, looking at the previews for next week's episode – uh, Michelle Visage's eyes uh, were painted. They're just literal they're raccoon, raccoon red eyes. And I'm like, what? Who? Who hurt you? I don't know. I don't like him. I don't I like don't, it. I don't like uh, it. I don't I'm like not, it. I'm not. I've never come to RuPaul's Drag Race to be like, let me look at what RuPaul and Michelle are wearing. But if, when they grab like, your attention and say, get out, this get is out. not great. Yeah, exactly. I don't even really care about <laughs> your opinions. You just make the decisions for and some I reason. Hate you for it, and all sometimes, the time. yeah, sometimes you make the very wrong decisions, and that's. Um, I still keep watching because uh, I need my drag. So, mm-hmm. oh, it sounds like a chemistry class. Let me do that too. <laughs> Love that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so first on the runway, 
Run, run, runway. Art Simone. Art Simone. Um, so when I fe- when I originally did this yesterday, I feel like I was very um, forgiving, and I wrote spoops and poops, but I'm going to change redress them. them now. Okay. So I think that it was a very simply constructed outfit. Uh, it was. Definitely a t-shirt and a mini skirt. Yes. Uh, I love the Marie Antoinette theme. Um, I think, And the, I think that she did it decently well for being mm-hmm. uh, a short skirt Marie Antoinette. Yeah. I think that it was a, it was a good idea to have a shtick going into the challenge. Uh-huh. It's a very easy way to create a look. Yeah. Is it super stunning? No. No. Is it horrible? No. No. I do also love the clown white in the face makeup. This is probably the one of the first Marie Antoinette's that... Everyone does every single season. Uh, that I really like the makeup. Yeah, so. I said detox is shaking. Yes, um, <laughs> quaking, honey. Because detox is number two now mm-hmm. it, for the makeup wise. Um, I'm not a huge fan of the makeup with the pink contour. Oh, I didn't. I didn't like a pink contour. Okay, because it's. I mean, it, it looks like blush, white, and then pink. And yeah, it's just very obvious that it's. I mean, Marie Antoinette was a woman yes. who painted her face white uh-huh. and then put makeup on. It was not pink. You look like a clown. But which... also her, she was going for a pink shtick. Everything was pink. Yeah, yeah. And I get that. Um, and I think she, uh, the makeup looks good with the outfit. Do I think the outfit is great? No. Um, does it obviously come from trash? Absolutely no. not. No. Um, which I would have preferred. And I'm going to give it a poop because I think that it checked boxes, but I think it checked them like it wasn't even a check mark. It was a V. Okay. I liked it. I liked it as an outfit um, because, like you said, it, it didn't look like trash. But, like, were they supposed to look like trash? A I, little bit. Maybe, but I don't know. I, I still liked it because the fact that it didn't look like trash, I was like, oh, well, she constructed that well, didn't she? So I gave it a spoop. Um, I think after the fact of seeing everyone's runways, this was probably one of my least favorites. Okay. And I do agree with that. Whenever I saw hers, I was like, oh, this is nice. And then I started going down, and then I saw some other people's runways and some other people's runways, and I was like, "You really took the easy way out, girl." Yeah, is what I kept saying to myself. Yeah, I can agree with that. But there's someone else later that I think uh, took an easy way out. Uh, I would also agree. Um, Kidamine, um, I think that Kid actually looks really good here. I hate this. So I, th- there's some things that I hate, 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 but the overall of like. Things that she was trying to do, I like. Was it well executed? No. No. It was very camp, but very confusing. Yes. Uh, I didn't get a theme, really. I just got ball pit plus this weirdly shaped dress. The ball pit, I think, was the... Focal point? I mean, that was the theme. Uh Uh-huh. I think it was a fun, colorful outfit. I think that the use of the sleeping bag as skirt fabric was really smart because the plastic balls all over the outfit kind of lends itself to this, like, sleek, nylon kind of look. Uh Uh-huh. The silhouette could have used a lot of work. Oh, absolutely. A lot of work. It reminds me of that detox outfit in season five where uh, she had her seam, or not seam, the the skirt. Of like way down. All, no, the, the skirt all the way up to the top of her tits. And then it was like that jellyfish outfit that everyone always talks about being one of the worst outfits on RuPaul's Drag Race. Mm. And then she spanned and it went all the way up to her, her tits that so you could see her entire body. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's uh, the one that I'm getting vibes of this from. I, I think that, yeah, the silhouette could have used a lot of work because it was not there. Mm-hmm. Um, the chest area especially is lost. Yes. It's just, like, bulky. Yes. Um, and, and, and I understand that Kida used to be a, a larger queen, but you need to play to your... Your, your advantages now. You you've done done the work to get it going. You had your surgery. You had your you did your work, and so so live your life as a, a if, smaller queen now. If we're not going to cinch the waist, make the bust bigger. Uh-huh. You need to make that bust bigger. Make it, which is do I something. think what she needed to do. Yeah. Um. I think that the makeup, as usual, is not for me. It's it's not my cup of tea. Uh-huh. I don't like her makeup, but that's what she does, and. That's her style, and I'm cool with it. That's what people see when I don't like it. It's not for me. Um, and the wig, the the absence she didn't really of have a wig. wig. Yeah, the she had balls and then uh, umbrella was not good. But what was the umbrella like? Why did you have this umbrella for a ball pit? Like that doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, I don't know. The outfit had no, it, in my opinion, had a very loose concept that was not really adhered to, in my opinion. But uh, I don't know. I gave it a poop. I pooped it. Okay. Too. Excellent. Um, et cetera. Um, et cetera looks really beautiful. She looks really pretty. I will really start with beautiful. that. Yes. I love the scepter. Or um, they, she, I don't know. She says, she does say she in, their, in drag. They do say they feel comfortable with the words, the pronouns she, she. while they're in drag. So I will... For main stage, I think, uh, refer to them as she. But out of main stage, I'm going to use they. They. Um, So, again, this is, like, super safe. Oh, this was, like, very, very safe. The safest of safe. Yes. Um, It doesn't look thrifted or she looks pretty but it was a piece of fabric that was just kind of put together yeah it's it's super revealing which is also a way easy way out yeah like just show off your body especially being a little skinny twink like you can easily show off your body you're not showing off outfit conception skills you're exactly you're just wearing a chiffon curtain yes um do i think she looks very pretty yeah absolutely she looks gorgeous does this personify like i created an outfit out of nothing no 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 no. and i couldn't decide whether or not to give a spoop or a oop here Uh but i think i lend myself a little bit more towards an oop just because she does look beautiful Uh and i mean it does lend itself to being made of trash uh, I don't know. Chiffon is not something you just throw away. It looks more like like butterfly nets. Yeah, I don't know. I I understood ketamine's concept more than I understood uh, et cetera et cetera's concept. So oh, the concept is out the window. Yeah. So there's nothing. You're there was nothing be, there. Nineteen uh, twenties harvest goddess. No. How does that make any sense? Nineteen twenties. They weren't showing skin still back then. Well, they had flapper girls, but like that was not like a. <laughs> leotard yes exactly or she was wearing bra and a panties with a uh a chiffon see-through dress dress over the top of it that was not it um i didn't get it uh i thought that she looked really pretty but i do not think that this was any outfit that screamed trash recycled uh anything that was remade it didn't show any skill of being remade so i pooped it 
The the scepter definitely showed remade skill to me, but everything else was no. So if you so. focus your entire thing on your prop, that doesn't make anything. <laughs> anything exactly. Yeah. Um. Next up the stage, uh, unless you have another penny. No. Okay. Next up the stage is Maxi Shield. I loved this. Oh, I didn't get it. I loved it. I thought it was super successful. Okay. Um. It's a high fashion theme. Definitely very Vivian Westwood, like she explains in her her monologue. Like a Helena Bonner Carter, uh, Helena Bottom Carter aspect. Um, I think it's fashion. I think it's punk. I think it's cute. I think that the use of the drag bags are super success- successful because it moves the way that she wants it to. Mm-hmm. Um, it isn't bulky or bunchy, um, and I doubt she's very comfortable in it. But because it does not move, it 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 looks the way that it's supposed to, and. It's very, very haute couture. It's very high fashion. I loved it. I thought it was a spoop. Okay. Hands down. I guess I don't understand fashion because I saw her come out and I thought, I was like, oh, she's trying to be punk? That's what Vivian Westwood is, though. Is It's like, it's very expensive kind of. Uh, a fuck up on Victorian culture to uh-huh. where things are just punk and grunge Uh, okay well i didn't get that um i also didn't see all the little attachments to the outfit until they zoomed in on it later uh i just thought that it was a bra and skirt and i just was confused by that uh and i would already written my decision so uh i still went with it um like i said i just thought it was a bra and skirt and i was like yeah i I understand this material is not easy to work with but i looked at this and i thought it was very basic um i didn't think that it was enough for a fashion situation here uh though i did look at like laudance cheney use the same material to create an entire leotard um and i think i spooked that if i remember correctly but she had a full like campy outfit to go along with it so i don't know i think i will give this one an oop i think I think that's fair. Okay. But it's I I think that's maybe because you're not familiar with anything that could be, Westwood. Yeah, it could be absolutely that, yeah. Because I think, like, Kentucky Derby mixed with, like, 1980s English grunge. That's Vivian Westwood. Okay. Like a veil, but the, the hat is just, like, pins and needles. And then she's not, she's wearing a bra and a skirt. Yeah. Okay. Like a half jacket and then like a midriff miniskirt. Well, I mean, I feel like uh, Elliot with two T's wore something like this on season 13 and got read for filth for it. No? I mean, I know that it wasn't like a, a redesign challenge or something like that, but didn't she wear something like this where it was just a bra and a skirt? Hers was like a half jacket and a bralette. I mean, regardless. Yeah, I know there's other things that were a factor. This, just... when she said Vivian Westwood, I got it immediately. Okay. Um, Karen. Now, <laughs> let's see here. Um, I think that if I knew who this person was, maybe I would have liked it better. But it just looks like Veronica from the Archie comics. Yeah. And I hate it. I, I, hate I just it. don't I get it. I hate it. I hate it. It's awful. It perhaps you are creating this character that that people in in Australia, Australia New Zealand yeah. will understand, but I don't. It isn't high fashion. It's not. It's not high fashion. That was my problem with this. Like you went with a character. Great, you went with a character. 
but did you make the character drag fashion universal. something like that yes exactly universal well not even just universal but did you make it drag like because you can take but also this whole thing of redoing this runway is to make it fashion like you have to take trash and make it fashion it's trash and for a fucking reason um so doing a character i think was uh not the best direction to go in my opinion so you tr you did tell a story kind of but was this the challenge that you should have done that? No. No, absolutely not. Um, it's campy, but I really didn't get it, so I gave it a poop. Yeah, I hated it. I pooped it. Okay. Um, which I was not expecting a poop from Karen this early in the I season. I know. And I was really disappointed. Yeah. Um, Electra. This is what they wanted from you, girl. I absolutely love this. You this did This is it. probably one of my favorite... I would say second favorite of the runway. I would have said this was the winner. Yeah. Uh, she looks so beautiful. Uh, this is, is this an original concept? Absolutely no. not. It's not. She did not create this herself. She's seen it before. She recreated it. Is it absolutely beautiful? Yes. yes. 100%. Gorgeous, it gorgeous, fits her body gorgeous. so well, and the way that she had it tapered around her corset, out her hips, and then tapered again as a mermaid cut with all ties, I loved it. You can do glamour, girl. You can do it. Just do Just it. Do, Just it. do it. Take that step out. You out have of the, the body. You have the shape. You have the personality. Uh -huh. You can do it. Well, we Just know she has the personality because she it. keeps winning the mini challenges based on personality. So I'm excited to see her do some acting challenges because I feel like she's going she's to excel, excel in them. Mm -hmm. um, she looks so beautiful. I, I it, she is bringing them something that they've been asking for, uh -huh. and I thought there was also a bit of a ripple esque con uh, concept here. What do you the, mean? The uh, uh, there was a bit of a RuPaul-esque RuPaul-esque. I thought you were saying RuPaul-esque. I was like, what the fuck is a Ripple-esque? Like, oh, no. RuPaul-esque. No, I'm, I just did misunderstood you. I'm sorry. A bit of RuPaul in that. RuPaul, that yeah. That was definitely a bit of RuPaul with the big hair uh -huh. and like just the shoulders are on display. Uh -huh. Skinny, skinny waist. Uh -huh. Tall, tall, tall. Uh -huh. Tall, tall, tall. That is RuPaul for me. Rubel. I loved it. It yes. was a spoop, spoop, I spoop. gave that, this a spoop, spoop, spoop as well. Uh, next up the stage is Anita Wiglet. Anita Wiglet. I thought it was stunning. I loved this outfit so much. The I'm glad that you say that because I watched that episode and I watched a whole bunch of people shit all over this outfit. I don't and I understand, did not understand why. it. I think that the accent piece of the videotapes on the shoulder was gorgeous. was gorgeous. And then she had a cut right around the boobs, which gave us the actual like illusion that there was a chest there. And then the burned papers for me. That was the burned papers. I thought it was gorgeous. So gorgeous. So I, I gorgeous. I mean, the silhouette could have used a little bit of of cinching and, and puffing out of like the, the hip. Yeah. Which, I, I mean, you created it out of paper. Yes. And videotape. Uh-huh. That is a feat. I thought, and was, I think it's gorgeous. I love the burnt pages idea. Uh -huh. Like it's you're here for a book burning. Exactly, and then the fact that she put red on her uh, eyebrows as like a look. This is a little bit of char that's still left. Like it's still burning. I mean, they've been burning gay books for years. Exactly. It's very common knowledge in our community. Uh -huh. I thought it was beautiful. I thought it was well constructed. I thought. It was a great. This is this is probably the most solid concept that we've gotten this entire runway. This was my favorite look. Correct. My second was Maxi, and this was my oh maybe Maxi and Electra interchanged. Okay. 
Um, but uh, Anita was my favorite. Okay. And I have a lot of things to say later about how I'm so angry about it. I'm very pissed about this, but yeah. It's yes. a spoop. I gave it a spoop it's as a well. Spoop. Absolutely. 100% spoop. I thought this outfit was gorgeous. I thought she did amazing. She definitely deserved uh, to be in the top for this, but I'll ask that question in a second. Uh, next up stage is Scarlett Adams. I thought this was very beautiful as well. I thought she was gorgeous. Yes. Yeah. I love the shorts. The shorts are perfection she gave They're me so good european charcuterie picnic outfit in uh spring paris i got 1950s we're going to the country oh, okay we're See, going I, to the country i thought up in you know alsace lorraine like mm-hmm. <laughs> country of france like let's go ahead and have some wine and some cheese and some grapes about the country yes i mm-hmm. agree with you but it was definitely like a, a very european inspired look and i got that from that i don't know fashion but i know fashion when i see it <laughs> i don't know what pornography is <laughs> but i know it when i see it welcome to pride 2020 gen z harnesses harnesses kink everywhere pup masks um i don't necessarily understand the grapes it's a she, they're doing a picnic. Yeah, no, I got it. I got that. But I don't. It, it's more like Olive Garden of the 2000s to me with the grapes. I would have preferred something like Manila Luzon did uh, spaghetti. She had spaghetti on her hair. She had the gingham dress. There was meatballs over here. This was a picnic. You only have grapes at a picnic? Why don't you have a sandwich somewhere? Well, I don't think that they just had sandwiches ready to go for... Uh... The 50s? No. <laughs> Do you think they just had sandwiches ready to go at RuPaul's Drag Race? Like, and here, put you a You could make sandwich. it out of something. Girl, where the fuck do you get a loaf of bread? <laughs> <laughs> Miss Cracker came on that stage and threw bread at people. She did, but also, I, I, I'm I, okay with the grapes because I got the concept. I got it. Also, but you I would... take grapes into... I have grapes. Your mom has grapes in charcuterie boards. And they're fake. No, and my mother... I ate them. No! <laughs> <laughs> I will read my mother on this podcast. Did I eat a fake grape? Yes. <laughs> About making spam sandwiches for lunch. Ooh. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, child. Um, um I I like I loved it. I, I, I thought it was really yeah. good. I thought the outfit, minus the grapes, would be Paris Fashion Week. Yeah. It was so good. Yes. This was it very was good. Beautiful. Very good. And gingham, nonetheless. Gingham. Gingham. Picnic Ging, print. Gig picnic ham. print. Yeah, exactly. I love your exactly. picnic print. Um, so, oh, are you getting it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yes, I agree. The cute. I thought this was the cutest picnic outfit uh, in Paris. Uh, it was. Um, it was fashion. <laughs> but is it fashion? It's fashion. Um, I really liked it. I understood it. I knew exactly what she was doing. It was a very on brand for what she needed to do. She created a full conceptualized concept. I understood the grapes. I'm sorry that you did not understand the grapes, but I understood the grapes. Um, it makes sense to me. Uh, this was also another one of those ones that I said this was a fully realized concept. So between her and Anita and Electra, these were my three favorites, uh, hands down. Uh, for sure, because I thought they, they took trash and they took trash and made it fashion so they made trash and for sure um especially taking gingham no one wears gingham and loves it but she did it which we've also seen people do gingham before didn't jujubee do gingham on uh all stars uh five was it jujubee someone did gingham uh 
No, no, that was Miss Cracker. She did gingham, but she did she did gingham well too. But I think this was probably the prettiest outfit of gingham that I've seen uh, on RuPaul's Drag Race. So I gave it a swoop. I really liked it, so that's fine. Uh, so then I get to my question: Who are your tops and bottoms? Sure, okay, fine. This is I'm gonna go to sleep and wake up late tomorrow. So why not? You're the one who has to wake up early. Mm. When does school end? Am I the ask that on the podcast? June 11th. Oh, oh yeah, because COVID or whatever freezes. Well, they to different. different. They they do whatever the fuck they want to. Um, so I had my tops and bottoms. You ready for this? Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that you already disagree with. Oh no, no, I disagreed as well because I changed mine around while talking to you in this podcast. Because uh, I'll and I'll tell you in a second. So uh, my tops and bottoms. My tops are Electra, Anita, Scarlet, easily. Top three. Mm-hmm. Me too. You like Maxi, but I don't know if that was uh, if Maxi oh, was in your top three. No, uh, sorry. Yes, I I misheard Electra. Um, mines, mines, ew. mines is is a. Oh, I hate that. <laughs> Mine are uh, Anita and Maxi. Oh, you gave two. Yep. Okay. And if I had to include a, a third, it would be Scarlet. Scarlet. Okay. Uh, my bottoms are etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, Karen and Ketamine. Those are my three that I put in the bottom. Those are my three as And well. I would probably put et cetera, et cetera, and Karen in the, the bottom two. Hardcore. Ooh. No, I didn't do that. Mine was Karen definitely in the bottom and et cetera, Art uh, switch up. Oh, Art. You didn't like Art's either. I, I thought that wait, Art... Wait, what was your bottoms? Uh, uh, et cetera, Karen and Ketamine. Yeah, I didn't like Ketamines either. Um, but I thought that... And if I had to switch out my three, so I have Karen, etc., and Art, I would have switched etc. for Ketamine. I hated Art. Oh. I did not like Art's at all because it was just so, like... Didn't you give her an oop, though? <laughs> Didn't you spoop no, Ketamine? No, I gave it a poop. I oh. gave etc. an oop. Oh, yeah, yeah, Okay, you're right. Uh, and I think I get... Wait, no. Let me look back. Uh, Kita. Kita, I gave a... Poop. A poop. And then etc. I gave an oop, yes. Okay. Um... I hated, I hated Arts. I hated it. I gave Arts a spoop, didn't I? Or an oop, whatever I gave her. Um, I think you gave it a spoop. Oh, no, I said spoop. Yeah, you're right. Um, Karen, I think, is definitely in the bottom bit behind. I mean, uh, regardless of anyone's intentions uh-huh. or or uh, thoughts about it, she did the most, like, bar queen This was a campy, exactly. It, it, and... You know who got red for filth for doing the bar queen thing? Tia Coffee. You yeah. know who's super famous in UK right now? Tia, Tia Coffee. Coffee. She's on full ass commercials for the BBC. Because people want to know, do you want Tia, Tia Coffee? Coffee? And she's there for it. They want both. They, they are. They really, really Tia do. Tia Coffee is giving it to you. Uh, oh my god! I and watching her commercials cracks me the fuck up because she. Oh, did I just cheers your finger. Probably. <laughs> I love that you don't even actually know. I felt it. I felt the connection. Oh, with with the ghost. The go- oh yeah, mm-hmm. the ghost of Christmas past. Um, so then we go into the back, uh, and they start arguing a little bit, uh, especially et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and I don't get why Anita was bad. Anita gets put. Oh, so we find out our top three and bottom three. Top three are Scarlet, uh, Maxi, and Art. No, um, Scarlet, Maxi, and Art. Oh, was it Art? It was Art. Yes, those I were the, those were our top three, and our bottom that. three were Anita, etc., and uh, Karen. Yes, yes. So those were our tops and bottoms. Yeah, Art was in the top. Um, 
so I, I can get it. Yeah, I was quite confused because ketamine was already given safe, and I was like, ketamine. What is this? Is is doing shit. She has also just been coasting this entire competition and given us nothing. I thought she should have been the bottom last week already, and not Electra. But here we are the next week, and she's still safe somehow. I don't know what's happening. Uh, Anita, at the very least, should have been safe. I don't understand why she is uh, in the bottom at all. At yeah, all. I don't get that. Uh, so then we go into the back room. They talk, uh, and uh, I just, like I said, I don't understand why... Uh, Anita was that bad. Uh, I thought that Kitta should have been in the bottom, and then et cetera, agrees, et cetera, et cetera. Is like, what is this? This is garbage. You should have been in the bottom, and et cetera is going off, honey. Well, she's mad that she's she's in the mad at the bottom, and I would have been I, honestly if I'm ever in the bottom. This is this is exactly what my reaction is going to be because I'd be like, why are you not in the bottom? Why did that yeah. not happen? Like, I I would be my defensiveness would jump out, honey, and I'd just be like, why am I the one in the bottom? And like, that's not the way to do it no. <laughs> but also you could just pull a candy and be angry about things and call everyone air or say who do you think i'm arrogant yeah, yeah exactly you think I'm arrogant? yeah exactly and then make good tv and then you get kept on so it could be a moment could be a moment um yeah. but whatever uh and i didn't understand how uh oh there was the question at the time because uh, I did change my answer. I thought Maxie's was a poop originally, but I changed it to an oop because we had this conversation and you convinced me uh, otherwise. But I was confused how Maxie was in the top with that basic-ass outfit. But you said it was fashion, so maybe that makes more sense. Uh, afterwards, I'll show you some dipping lessons. Okay, we'll learn. Well, this will be a learning moment, okay? Mm -hmm. Learning moment. Um, but I definitely think that the safe queens in this situation were misled. I think it should have been Scarlet and... Uh, I'm trying to think because they always have three in the top, three in the bottom. And so we have eight queens right now. Correct. So Scarlet, Scarlet would have been in the middle, uh, and then Maxi. I think that those two should have been the ones in the middle. And mine would have been so I have Anita, Maxi, and Scarlet in the top, and then. So you said Electra would have been safe Electra instead of Maxi, safe instead of Kida. Uh huh. And uh, instead of Electra, because I would have put Electra in the top. Oh, I thought you said no for putting her and Maxi were interchangeable for you. No, definitely. Oh, no, no. You said Maxi and uh, Scarlet were interchangeable for you. Yeah. So Anita, I guess Maxi would have been safe. Okay. Because I, I really liked Electra. Electra's doing what the people wanted her exactly. to do. Exactly. She should have been in the top. I don't understand why she was safe. I don't get that at all. And I also don't understand why Ketamine was in the top. Or I'm sorry, in the bottom. I'm sorry, it's safe. Jeez, and not in the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was trying to say. It did not come out any time. Um, and so, I mean, then I went to the lip sync. Yeah, we have our bottom two, which we find out is Karen from Finance and uh, Anita Wiglet. Um, which I don't agree with. This... It's, of those two... And I hate to say it because I really like etc. But I would have put etc. I would have put etc. in the bottom. If these were the three that you were giving me, I would have said Karen versus etc. Like yeah, Anita's Anita Slade. I I would have really put Anita, if not the winner, second place for this. I agree absolutely. Um, and then we get a a, a lip sync to whatever it was because I didn't write it down. Another one of the uh, Minogue sisters. Oh, Danny Minogue. Yes, Danny is her daughter. Daughter. Um, and Sorry. I don't know what to say about the lip sync. Karen. Except for the fact that was I think. Dancing like a basic ass white woman and gave us the same dance move three times. Three times. Because she saw the judges laugh at her the first time when she was like doing the. Ooh, 
like this. She did it three times across the stage yeah. in the same direction. Like, you can't keep doing the same dance move over and over and over again. Like, that doesn't make any sense. I thought Anita slayed Karen. I think that Anita destroyed her. Because oh. Karen was so bad because she was just doing the, oh, oh. And then uh, Anita was actually giving us camp. I know that Anita didn't do massive dance moves or anything like that. But she gave us funny character in this entire lip sync. Uh, so I think the winner should have been Anita, even though she shouldn't have been in the bottom. But Anita should have stayed. But we find out that Anita's Anita going home. home. So, I have a lot of problems with this lip sync because, uh, well, one, I did really enjoy, Karen brings a certain energy. I love, I do love Karen. Do I think that she won the lip sync? No. No. (laughs) Karen brings a certain energy that she, I mean, she dabbed when she said she was in the bottom. I died. Yeah. Um, She's fully giving us stupid queen. Stupid campy queen. Um. Which is exactly what I expect from someone named Karen from Finance. Karen from Finance, yeah. Did she serve the energy of the song? No. No, Absolutely she did not. not. Did Anita? No. no. But, but did she do it she better? She did it better, Exactly. Yes. Um, so I think... Also, the-, the other problem that I have with this whole episode, going back to the very beginning, is that we literally spent all the time and energy to bring Art Simone back. And now we're sending Anita home, who... Deserve to go further than Art Simone, who's already oh, been eliminated 100%. for her bullshit. And they were eating Art Simone up like, oh, she came back and served us, blah, blah, blah. Like, I wasn't served. I was not served either. I'm still waiting for my dinner, mama. Exactly. Like, where is this bullshit? I don't know. No, I, I think know. that if anyone should have gone home this week, it should have been Art again. You Art hated again. Art's outfit, but I, I, I didn't, didn't dislike as much as you. I, I, I was ready to let Art go last week. And she, or, or the week before, yeah. and she went. And... She did. Because she was the worst. She was the worst on Snatch Game, and she didn't have a good outfit. So, even though I kind of liked the outfit, you hated it, and it, agreeably, everyone else hated it. So, so I, I don't think anything else is redeemable here. No! You and already proved your point. Go home. Do it, yeah. The lady said, go, go home. home. And I thought I, I could have used a lot more from Anita. Uh-huh. I loved Anita. Uh-huh. I, I've loved her everything she's done so far. Uh-huh. She had what RuPaul would call a slip up this week. And I would say that would be her first. But I think that her first, because she slayed the Snatch Game and she's been doing very well the past three weeks now. Art Simone was in the bottom, got eliminated, and came back. That's another reason why I don't like queens that come back, because sometimes, especially, like, look at season four. Uh, what was What was her name? Uh, Cameron, not Cameron Michaels, uh, Kenya Michaels got eliminated very early on in the season. They went the entire competition and then the top four, they brought Kenya Michaels back to be a top five. What kind of bullshit is that? Yeah. That is bullshit. We rely on RuPaul for all these kind of things. RuPaul's got no fucking taste. No. I would prefer, and she doesn't understand young drag anymore either. We're now getting to the point where all these drag queens are, uh, what, two generations younger than her at this point? These drag queens were born when RuPaul was a drag queen. When RuPaul started doing RuPaul's Drag Race. (laughs) Some of these drag queens are getting to that point, exactly. Because she started RuPaul's Drag Drag Race in, what, 2007? So we're looking at, I mean, I know that it's still 14. But at the same time, these drag queens... She was a very world-famous popular drag queen in 1993. Exactly. 
so these people were born uh, after she was already RuPaul They were babies famous. when she was on MTV. And all RuPaul knows is her drag. She doesn't hasn't taken the time to, to invest in these other things. Is. The only redeeming quality is Michelle Visage. Because Michelle Visage has, first of all, learned other uh, worldly cultures. And then also uh, has daughters. And her daughters have taught her young millennial and Gen Z culture. And Michelle Visage, Michelle Michelle Visage, Visage. still has... She still has her slip-ups. to learn exactly. and tons of stuff to learn. And she doesn't have the uh, the power that RuPaul does. She can tell RuPaul her opinion, but that doesn't mean a damn thing. When RuPaul no. decides to eliminate Anita Wiglet and said, I don't know. I also hated when the judges said, and once again, I don't like talking about the judges' opinions because I don't give a shit about the judges' opinions. We care about our opinions instead. Mm-hmm. Um, I hated whenever they were like, we've seen this done and we've seen it done better. I was Who? like, we've Who? seen a Where? lot. We have seen a lot of paper runways and like Chichi Devane's in season eight. Whenever she did the like origami thing, that was really pretty. Doing that the the paper challenge, and then we had like the book challenge. But I was like, who they're else not did? Comparative. They're, they're not totally comparative. Different they're things. different outfits, exactly. Especially since she was the first one who burned her fucking books. Like she burned the pages. You know how long it takes to burn pages without actually lighting them on fire? That is a some effort. Time. That's some effort. <laughs> Ugh, yeah. that irritates me. I was not on board for it. Um, I don't agree. No, because I also... The problem that I have is that I also know that Art is probably going to make it to the top three or top four. She better fucking not, because I'll be livid. And it just doesn't make any sense to me, because she's going to make... I think she's going to make it all the way just because RuPaul wanted to bring her back, because she is a World of Wonder child star, essentially. Yeah. Or not child star, a World of Wonder product. Uh, so they're going to be like, oh, well, here's what you got. We got you to the top. Like keep working for us kind of thing like yeah i don't know i have my conspiracy theories we'll see um i'm fairly disappointed with this episode i was disappointed with the last one so we just keep adding uh adding disappointed to it so. upon disappointment yeah um you know who should have been judging this now that i think about it who courtney act courtney act in the position of rupaul would have been much better much better correct and you want another Australian for Michelle? Uh, uh, whoever plays Kath from Kath and Kim. <laughs> Whatever the actress's name is. June something. Jane something. Well, I feel like uh, Korniak would have actually had uh, friends that she'd be like, hey, this is a you know design or something or another. Because Korniak now has a full-ass business. Like, she does wigs, uh, wigs by Grace, is that what her name is? Wigs, and, wigs by Grace. Wigs yeah. by Grace, yes. So, she has a full-ass business. She is a fully-fledged, like, businesswoman drag queen. Uh, so, <laughs> where are we at with that? I mean, Canada's Drag Race comes on, and you're gonna immediately give it to Brooklyn Heights, uh-huh. which I'm fully here for, because I don't need your opinion anymore, RuPaul, because uh-huh. generally it's not that great. And then also giving it to younger queens, who understand the younger queens a little bit more, then go for do. it. Yeah. Exactly. So, I mean, you've done Canada's Drag Race with Brooklyn Heights, why can't you give Down Under And you know who understands Courtney Down Act. Under culture? Courtney Act. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. Um... And then what else do we have now? UK? We haven't had one yet, but perhaps for season two, you could have given it to Vivian. Bimini. Bimini Bamboo Lash. Bimini was in season two. Bimini Bamboo Lash. Just Baga. give her. Give just it to give Baga. Her, just give Bimini the entire season. I love that I pushed it this way earlier and I push it back. So it's back in the right spot. Actually, every uh, international franchise 
Bimini. Bimini. Only Bimini. Yep. That's all we need. Just Bimini. Shelly Duvall. I mean, Bimini Boulash. Well, uh, not Shelly Duvall. Shimini Bon Juju. Shimini Bon Boulash. Shimini Bon Eilish. Shimini Bon Eilish. I love that, yes. Uh, well, that's our episode. Yeah. Because we, we did it. Um, you know who has uh, recent episodes out right now? Um, is it... Um... Let's talk about gay stuff. About gay stuff. Uh, they recently just did their year, two year anniversary episode, which is fucking fantastic. Uh, so, congratulations to them for doing 104 episodes. They made it. Um, they're a little bit behind us, but that's okay. They hey, made it. We're early bloomers. We're, we just decided to just kick things off one week before them. It's okay. Uh, but they talk about all the things gay history, honey. Uh, they bring you the latest gay history uh, and sometimes not so latest. They talk about gay history from centuries ago. And then they talk about, oh, they just hit my car. They really did. They really did. There's always something happening at this uh, <laughs> this podcast. <laughs> Full sure. and watch someone back into my car and push it backwards. Uh, classic. Always a classic. Super classic. Classic. Um, well, <laughs> if you want to listen to Let's Talk About Gay Stuff, you can listen to them at Let's Talk About Gay Stuff uh, dot com. Let's Talk About Gay Stuff at what? Let's Talk About Gay Stuff at Gmail. Oh, you just made a face like I was saying it wrong. You did. No, I said Let's Talk About Gay Stuff dot com. Let's Talk About Gay Stuff at uh, Facebook and Instagram. Talk Gay Stuff on Twitter and Let's Talk About Gay Stuff at Gmail dot com. You just jumped into the email situation because you just want to send them an email. I don't. Oh, but yes, you're right. You're and right. I don't want to send I them. I don't email. want to. Um, also, shout out to our mom. Our sister, our mother, that aunt. treats us just like awkwardly all the time. She feeds us uh, grilled cheese sandwiches. But there's no cheese. And then so listeners are weird 74 followers. Yeah, that's Our Spoopy Podcast. Mm. Our Spoopy Podcast is available at OurSpoopyPodcast.com. Our Spoopy Podcast on Facebook, uh, on Instagram. Our Spoop on Facebook and Our Spoopy on Twitter. You can also send us an email. Send us an email. At ourspoopypodcast at gmail.com. I feel like you also have another sponsor that you want to tell me about. I sure do. Sure do. I sure do. I'll just pop Listen. on over to that one. Let me tell you about it, okay? Mm-hmm. Celebrate Pride this June with Greater Houston LGBT Chamber of Commerce's Pride in Business event on June 24th, 2021. The Pride in Business event is a unique opportunity to celebrate the important role of LGBTQ plus and allied businesses in the greater Houston economy. The event underscores how the LGBTQ plus and allied business community works with the broader business community and public officials to realize a better Houston. The event this year is also a celebration of the Chamber's milestone five year anniversary. What to expect at this virtual event? The Chamber will present its inaugural Pride and Business Awards, which recognizes the contributions made by the Chamber members in building a more diverse and inclusive business community. You'll also hear from keynote speaker Luis Vega, who is a President of North America and Vice President for Government Affairs and Advocacy at Dow. Pride in Business is the only event in Houston focused on the LGBTQ business community during Pride Month. Reserve your spot now, or better yet, be a sponsor for the Pride in Business event, held on June 24th, 2021, from 11.30 a.m. to 1 p.m. Central Standard. 
You can learn more at HoustonLGBTChamber.com forward slash 2021 PIB. Once again, celebrate Pride with the Greater Houston LGBT Chamber Pride and Business event on June 24th. Yes. yes. Oh. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> we'd, we'd also like to thank our sponsor, Economy Works. They Economy are a <laughs> they are a freelance talent network that connects professionals with project work. If you're a company that needs help running job descriptions, conducting market analysis, and managing your social media platforms, Economy Works has an extensive talent network of freelance professionals ready to help you do more with less. Economy Works. When we work, the economy works. Find out more about Economy Works at economyworks.com. That's E C O N O M I W O R K S dot com. Economy Works. Yeah. That's good. Love that. Love that for us. Very good synchronicity. I feel like. Our um, vocal range is just getting much better, yes? Yes. I could be I've, a baritone. Wait, wait, wait. No, oh. listen to me. Oh. Because I've been taking lessons. Oh, you got sewing lessons? No, a vocal lesson. Oh, you're going to choir now? Yes, I've joined <laughs> yes. the Gay Man's Choir of Gay Man's Chorus, yes. Yes. That's uh, a, that exists. And uh, I know some people that are in the in that, and I question their ability to actually sing because I've heard them karaoke, and it's you think not I would do better? Good. Uh, I've heard you do karaoke, and you think I would do better? Yeah, there is. That's our podcast. Thanks for coming. <laughs> Thanks. We for appreciate being it. Here. Uh, and Chris thinks I'm a great singer, and yes. everyone should tell. We should tell them to get Rupee. Rupee. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs>